0: In my role as Executive Vice President of Supply Chain, I manage both the U.S. and Mexico uh, logistics operations here. Uh, As you recall, in our previous podcast, we had focused in on the elements of lean supply chain. Uh, We had heard from John Willman uh, as to the key elements there. In addition to that, we had heard from Ross Clark as to the reporting of KPIs of a world-class logistics company. Today we have with us Juan Ortiz, who is the country manager of Mexico and is here to discuss the Mexico supply chain and the challenges within Mexico of developing a world-class supply chain. Juan, welcome, and tell us a little bit about your background.
1: Thank you, Richard. I have uh, 20 years of experience in the automotive industry. I started my career in a global company, Arvin Meritor, now for the exhaust division. And one of the main roles was to uh, develop uh, carriers in, in Mexico and also develop the logistic strategy for the company in terms of the uh, implementation of Kanban system uh, to help the company to lower the inventory levels, but also to control, to have a better control of the logistic spend. After that, I joined the Car- Carter Logistic Organization with two major uh, objectives. One of them is to grow the import and export business, but also to develop and implement the uh, mildrum's system in uh, uh, intra mexico
0: Juan, tell us some opportunities which are available to drive cost out of the supply chain in mexico
1: yes uh, the um the logistic manager they need to they need to uh, review their current uh state uh what what i have seen during the last year is that they uh if they have uh, seven suppliers uh located in Mexico that is seven kind of equipment they're using uh they think they're loaded to capacity but when we visit them and 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 get the real data we have seen a lot of the trailers uh 53 with just half uh, loaded so I understand that it's difficult. I mean, I understand that sometimes those cases is because there are production uh, changes and they are just reacting to those changes. But even though, I mean, uh, if the supplier is able to provide flexibility, uh, they, they should be receiving uh, the the trailers uh, the, the way they, they need it without... Uh, uh, getting or producing waste on it—that uh, is, that is, that is something that it's, it's, its very common. It's more common that that we that we think uh, is, uh, is, is, is difficult also for them to, to sometimes to do changes because they only see their, their volume. But there are some logistic uh, companies that are providing solutions to those to those cases.
0: When you saw that that waste was occurring and that they were not utilizing their trailers to full capacity, um, what was your what was your action point after you saw that?
1: Uh, yes, we uh, during those um, during those uh, by doing that analysis, we found that the best way of, uh, of 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 giving option to the customer is by the usage of the cross docks in Mexico. Uh, when you uh, consolidate those suppliers into a single place and then deliver it to the plant, you're not only uh, uh, having a better usage of the trailer, you also reduce the number of delivery to the plants. So that is what the customer are happy about it, um, and it is a good solution for them.
0: In that specific instance, how much in savings did you drive out of the system?
1: What we have heard is that those uh, savings go from 20-30% of savings. It's not directly to the price of the line hole, it's just because they are receiving uh, less units in their plants. Okay,
0: so less truckloads coming in, higher cubes, relating into um, more cost savings in the supply chain. Yeah. That's great, that's a great example, um, one of something that you did to enact change and driving costs out of the system. Uh, tell me a little bit about the largest challenges that, are, that supply chain managers in Mexico are facing.
1: Yes, uh, they, they know, uh, they are very familiar with the, uh, with the concept. They uh, have uh, several years uh, bringing material from U.S. They consolidate it, they send it to Laredo, and they cross into Mexico. So they know the concept, but when they try to implement those uh, initiatives in Mexico is where they struggle. They struggle uh, finding a carrier that can help them to run and to build the routes according to their needs. They uh, face uh, a lot of challenges with their supplier, trying to make them meet their shipping window time. It is it is, it is something that uh, the tier two are not used to do that. And the other is the, um, the it's, it's complicated to, to increase the frequency when you only consider the volume that you have. So you need to you need to ask your logistic provider what other options if if uh, in order what other options they have in order to make synergies with the volume for the same industrial park of the same areas in order to provide you flexibility and and move the material the right way
0: okay so if i'm looking at selecting a logistics provider in mexico What do you think the key components are in that evaluation?
1: Yes, first of all, I will uh, will see, I will ask myself, if the logistic company uh, have a department that can do re-engineering, so changes will happen, it will continue to happen, but how do I make those changes not affect my logistic spend? So the logistic company should provide flexibility to manage those uh, changes. The second one is that, is the logistic company using a TMS system? I believe it's mandatory that your logistic provider use a TMS system. It's going to help you to have more accurate data, more detailed information, so you can build uh, a better uh, logistic strategy for the company. The another question will be how much expertise the logistic provider has in the automotive industry so he can understand that your challenges and the knowledge that you have I mean that they understand your language and they can uh, uh, give you and provide solutions Innovating solution to your company. And um, another one is uh, talking about the infrastructure. Is the logistic provider, um, do they have cross dock infrastructure in Mexico? Most of, the, uh, most of them, they use a warehouse with a couple of docks, but just a few has really cross dock with all the technology involved to control the in and out of the material. And that you have visibility of obviously. Okay.
0: Um, so, uh, as a supply chain manager down in Mexico, I want to ask, let's say, five questions, four or five questions. How to evaluate if how, how advanced I am in my supply chain? What what questions would you ask uh, to that supply ma- chain manager um, uh, regarding their supply chain?
1: Yes, um, one, one of them will be uh, how training is my people in those uh, concepts, how much um, support does the logistic department receive from, from the purchasing or the corporate office. Uh, the third one is how accurate is the information that I have as a company. How do, how, do I, how do I challenge the uh, logistic provider if I, don't know, if I don't know what is happening in my company? I don't know in detail uh, the way I'm requesting the material, the frequency, if it's stackable, not stackable. Um, those kind of information, those kind of detailed information obviously is going to help the logistic provider to give you a better solution. Uh, those are the the main uh questions uh, I will make myself if I were a logistic uh, manager
0: okay okay well you've been a wealth of information uh, this afternoon one um, i guess I guess what I'd like to do is leave this podcast with your contact information in case anybody that uh, is listening to this podcast wants to reach out and get a hold of you. Can you give them your uh, Email address?
1: Yes, uh, my email address is Ortiz. at carter-express.com.
0: Okay. Well, our next podcast, we will uh, be discussing the custom clearance process, and we're going to be talking about the responsibilities of the owner of the product, the responsibilities of the supplier's providing the product going down to Mexico and coming from Mexico. Also, we're going to talk about the customs broker's responsibility and also, finally, the consignee's responsibility in this process. So stay stay tuned to our next podcast. Thank you.
1: If you like what you hear, you should check out our data analysis webinar on May 23rd. You can find the link to that webinar in the description of the podcast below and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more logistics expertise. Enjoy. you for listening to the wheels in motion podcast if you have any questions or requests for an upcoming episode please email us at marketing at carter dot express.com special thanks to carter express and carter logistics
0: music for this podcast was composed by phil larson check him out at phillarson.net